What a glorious day in Columbus, Ohio, and a perfect Monday to be back at Roosters in the Horseshoe Lounge. It's a fun, casual joint. It's Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, Nicole Cox. I'm Austin Ward. We're all back together. Hey. It it's feels been good. a couple weeks. It's been a, I don't know, we haven't been together all month. It's, it's been a, yeah. too long. You were out That's with me. I was out two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had Super one Bowl week. Weekend and... We didn't even get to come to Roosters on a Monday. We were all scattered about. Well, we wanted Berm to have a good vacation. Well, we he deserves it. It's all about Berm. Does he deserve it? Yes, he deserves he's, it. He deserved it. But you two can sort that out later. Uh, but the rest of you were all on the Buckeye Cruise for cancer last mm-hmm. week. Had some big events. Roosters throwing it out there. But... Nicole, I understand that it might have gone off to a rough start for you. So let's first say, though, they raised 4.4, over Mm $4.4 million. I mean, I don't know how they do it. You know, every year it's the best cruise yet, you know, and you're like, there's no way they can top it. Like, it's so great. And then they do. It's just. Because the standard is the standard. (laughs) There you go. You have to meet it. Yep. (laughs) Even if you lose CJ Stroud. You know, I've got some thoughts on that, guys, on that. Um, oh. And we'll talk about it, you know, on another show. Get the show, white but I, legal pad out. I like I that. Keep, well, these are my notes of just to get through the day. But um, you no. don't want to get into the standard. Is the no, standard right? It'll now? take a whole show. Oh, okay. I, I've been collecting notes for months on my oh, goodness. thoughts. Mm, I'm, I'm scared yes. now. Oh, boy. Well, you should be. Well, next Monday is going to be the spring ball preview because we'll be on spring camp eve. So that can't be the standard is the standard show. So okay. I don't know. When, we'll find one. You tell me when we're scheduled. We've got, guys, we've got a lot of Mondays before we're football starts. Some yeah. of those Mondays in June, July. Yeah. That okay, might be we'll a good plan time. on okay. around then. All right, we'll pick that I think that that's one. good. Okay. But we did have an exciting experience this year right before the cruise started. An exciting experience? Yeah. yeah I don't think she was so, calling it an exciting experience. An opportunity for growth? Yes. Let's just say in the moment you feel like you are going to have a heart attack, then you're, then you know, you're going to be able to laugh about it later, but you don't know that until it's actually Yeah. I mean, listen, you don't get to be like, have a great fourth down conversion percentage unless you're going for it on fourth down. I I can agree with that. I can. Um, so a huge shout out to Joel who Mm -hmm. has worked for the company. He's been here longer than me. I want to say he's 25 years. He comes on the boat with us, um, the ship and, he cooks all the wings for our wing tasting. So we have to get all this paperwork for him to be able to be in their kitchen. You know, it's a huge process, but he does such a great job because that's what makes our wings special. The way we cut the chicken, our breading. So luckily we are able to take our breading, our oil, all of that with us. Um, the only thing we needed to be delivered was the fresh chicken. So it's important. It, it's yeah, a little, seems it's, like you it's, can't it's do the rest. Pretty important. So I saw some fresh chickens running around on Key West. We could have yeah, scooped, scooped a couple of those. Yeah. Even though our wing tasting was the day before, or that could yeah, have been an option. We could have postponed option. it, yes, yes. <laughs> um, That's how far willing, Nicole is willing to no, go. No, I like just all the backup plans. All the backup plans. Okay. So Joel texts us. He's like, chicken is not here. And we're starting to like get a little worried. Like, where is this? Oh, it was delivered to another cruise ship that took off and was floating around in the Grand Cayman. <laughs> so Amazing. I go, okay, worst case scenario, we'll just use the chicken on the boat and put our sauce on it and give gift cards to people because it's not technically our chicken. Um, and I know a lot of people are doing it just for fun and the wing sauce, hopefully. Um, no, they're doing it because they want roosters. I, yeah. I felt that way too. I was just trying to talk myself <laughs> down. <laughs> um, so Joel's like, nope. I'm going to make this happen. He takes two drama and G uh, 
the guys that help with the cruise, they're fantastic. They jump in a van, they go to Restaurant Depot and get the last six cases of chicken, which mm. is the exact amount we needed. Mm. Um, and it, the chicken was great. It wasn't mm-hmm. from our actual farm that we get our chicken, but it's it was fresh and that's the biggest thing. And we cut it a certain way. So, um, and he gets back on the boat with 15 minutes to spare. They oh, fly through customs, like the check-in. I don't know. Buzz right by him. I I feel like that there might have been a situation of holding the passport and running through. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) So um, they literally got on the boat with 15 minutes to spare. And I just poor Joel, like he was so stressed, but he made it happen. It was incredible. Commitment to the process. He got a standing O during the wing uh, tasting. That's all I wanted for him. I was like, everybody, we have to stand and cheer for him because this could not, it couldn't have happened without him. No. And then he came up and whipped up some concoctions. Oh yeah. With the, uh, some off menu, off menu sauces. Yeah. He had a skull. He had a skull that said he didn't have a name on the website. It was just the hottest thing that they had. Yeah. On this page, it was actually the skull of the last person that had that yeah, sauce. It may have been. <laughs> they came with a warning: do not, eat, do not okay. eat too much of this. And that was the last one, but uh, they had some How really cool. How much is too much? I don't no know. one knows. <laughs> Serving size? Yeah, hey. Question mark. It's part of the you show. Get at your own risk. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. part of the show. Just to spice it up, I guess you could say, and with some entertainment, Joel got um, picked up sauces from the Bahamas, mm-hmm. Key West, Grand Turk, so that all the places you got, we like were all going. the hottest ones from the places and, that um, we're going. And got it turned. was comical. Yeah. It oh. was comical. A one off. Mm-hmm. So what did we have? We had medium. We had Carolina Gold. And we had donkey, donkey, and donkey, one Korean more. barbecue, Korean barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, so those so were the good. four roosters originally. Everybody got escalating from there. And then, yeah, then he got in the lab back there and starts mixing yeah, up some other stuff. Chicken and just mixing it all oh. together. And then we'd have a couple guys go up, and each guy got to try two if they wanted to. I, tried, I tried one. I, I I sat down for the second one because Joel said it was because hot. You're smart. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Joel, Joel looked at me. He was like, "This one's hot." And so I said, I'm going to sit back down and let the young guys take it. It was this. great. I think all the guys, I mean, I know Jack had some of them. And I feel like everybody Donovan, was up there had Donovan it. Jackson was yeah. sweating so profusely, no. his shirt came but off. he's shirt. a team player. Yeah. Oh, he loved that. I mean, he wasn't. Oh, no. He was, he was the first one to go. And then yeah. he was the first one to, like, die in his chair. Just like, yeah. woo. But he right. tried it again. Even after yeah. that, he yeah. tried another hot one after he cooled down. After he cooled down. Don't worry. We brought milk, Pepto-Bismol. Yeah. We were... Making sure we had all the things for everybody. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, was, it was rough. Are we allowed to talk about the other stuff? Um, about like Denzel or? No, the, uh, the uh, two different. Well, we might be having some sauces come on to Ooh, our menu. Yeah. Oh, come on. Here we go. Sorry yeah. if I threw that on you. I just wasn't, you know, I didn't know. Just I didn't want to say anything. Broke some news on the cruise it, ship? It, it, what? There were. Yeah, we were oh, some news right. on the cruise ship. Oh my! Uh, about mango habanero. Yeah, mm-hmm. mango that was good. Habanero. I remember that. Yeah, so that was good. good. That was a parmesan. And then parmesan garlic. Yeah, parmesan garlic. So mm, those cheese are love that one. those are coming soon, hey, hey. and we're very excited. Oh, Let's my go! Gosh, mm-hmm. wow! Yeah, well, just, you didn't hear it here first. No, <laughs> you had to be on the boat to yeah, hear it first. Exactly, exactly. And I think they're um, just starting in our corporate locations, some of our corporate locations, but they should be coming along. Yeah, so they surprised us with that at the end of all of this and it was amazing. They were so good. So good. That's elite. Can't Mm -hmm. wait. Uh, Bob, I understand were there nine current Buckeyes on the ship this year? I want to say JT, Tuimolo Al, Jack Sawyer, Denzel Burke, Lathan Ransom, Cody Simon, Travion, Travion, Ameka, Avery, and I say Lathan, Denzel. Yeah, he said those. I think it was just eight. Okay. I think it was eight. I think maybe 
forgetting someone. Hancock was supposed to go yeah. and didn't. Maybe there was. I was thinking he might. I, I believe that's all of them. Okay. I'm looking. But Donovan Jackson. Did I say him? You said Donovan. So that's. Okay. When, so eight or nine. That's a pretty so good group of characters. Yeah, I think last year was what four or five we had. Yeah, we had four, four last, last year. year. In a pretty big change, like that. So Mecca is back to back. Opportunities to do this. What did that mean for former Buckeyes to have some of the younger guys on there? It was awesome because it, it was it was great to see how well they represented the program. Mm-hmm. Like how just first of all, quality human beings they are, but they were blown away by just the entirety of the experience. And I guess you can become, I don't want to use the term numb, but used to become status quo when you're there and you see it, like you see the numbers, you know, and the passion that people have. And for these guys, they're like, oh my gosh, look at all this money these people are donating. Like they're so excited about this, just the energy and excitement of the ship. It was kind of overwhelming for them at first. And, you know, they start to talk to different people and it's a great time to network and meet with different people. And so they kind of, they took a lot of those guys took full advantage of it. And, you know, being over at the Woody today, talking to some of them about it, like they were super pumped about, oh, I met this guy and that guy. And just, you know, they were super kind. And, you know, they're mm-hmm. talking to me about this and different opportunities business-wise in the future and different things out there. Like it, 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 it really kind of, when you talk about the brotherhood, you know, with the players and then getting to talk and meet with these guys generationally, there was that element of it. And then obviously the, vast expanses of Buckeye Nation and what that means. And, you know, people that, well, this guy lives here, but he watches this and they do all the, like just all the different things that they pulled in. And so talking to some of the guys today, they were very excited about having gone on it. They were pumped for the experience. It was a great time. Same thing I kind of heard last year with the guys. And it was cool to kind of sit there and get to know them. And, you know, whether you're, you know, playing blackjack up at the pool deck, I mean, they, they just, they really fit in really well. I was really impressed with them. I mean, you know, even, even none of those guys really probably know who I am, but they all were. Well, they, they all saw the me show. on stage yeah, or they've seen older. the show. We're but the yeah, oldies. we're getting older. Yes, we're the my boy. But anytime I said something to one of them or if we, you know around them, just you know seemed like part of the brotherhood. I mean, it just seemed like oh yeah, hey yeah, okay. I remember you know being seeing you last night or this or that and. I mean, they were great with the people. That creepy guy with the mustache. Well, yeah. It was camouflage before. Yeah. Or halfway through, you know, is when I took it down. But it was really cool to see these guys. And, I mean, I mean, I was listening to you guys talk when you did uh, the juice or whatever you guys called it. But AJ's like, if you put us on that boat at 20 years old, 21 oh, yeah. years old. Probably fall off the back. It would not be. And so these guys being on there handling themselves the way they did and, <laughs> you know, just being a part of the family. Because, I mean, I'm sure it has to be just – mind-blowing to them to come on and see like all of the old heads dealing with all these people on the boat who we just are like family mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like it's and i'm family. i was i was by myself it's like i bounced from this group because i know these people from dayton i know these people from indian lake i know these people from cleveland you know it's like yeah. it's just a huge family and it's like i don't even feel like i'm alone because i can just go and jump in with a conversation or sit down with people and talk and and that's really what it's turned into over I mean, i've been 15 years so yes. it's you know it's been a long time but to see these young kids kind of understand that and see that and take advantage of it. It was really cool. And it's always nice to have some fresh blood on the boat. I mean, they like guys like us, but when they see the young, you know, the young puffs, it's fun. You know, so it's, it's more fun for them. And, you know, it's, uh, it was just another great trip all around. Nicole, uh, which of the current players got your Buckeye leaf? Who's the most valuable player? Oh, gosh. They, they, honestly, they were all mm, amazing. So they good. really were. They were. I just, my favorite part is watching these kids. And I felt this way about Ryan Day because he went last year, it was his first year. And during the auction, watching their faces light up and really get into it and believe in it and believe in the cause because like the guys were saying, it is a family. It is 
These are people we see every year. These are people we care about. We all over the years have learned to support one another on the boat and off the boat mm. too. And I don't know. I mean, they were even some of the players bid on some of the auction items, which to me that just like melted my heart. It was like, these are such <laughs> great kids. Like they wanted to contribute, you know? And so it was very, very special. They were all amazing. Bob, how did the, so there was a, a part-time strength coach on the boat. Yeah. They, so it was amazing watching those guys interact because they, you know, they've, a lot of those guys, their knowledge of schlegs is him slamming that dude. He was a strength <laughs> coach, you know, back in whatever. Even if they remember it, that was 11 years it ago. It was. So those, you know, some of those guys might have been you know, 10, nine years old. Yeah, nine, 10, 11 years old. Oh so, like, that's gosh. their knowledge base of him. And then they've got to slowly, like, he'd been around the weight room a little bit here and there. And, you know, he'd lift some when he was in town. But really, like, they've got to know him over the last couple of weeks of him being in their training. And then you got to experience this side of it. And kind of see him and the real schlegs, the real schlegs, <laughs> and us running around and having a good time. You know, kind of like it's one thing to go watch a like a tiger in the zoo. It's another thing to go see like watch wild. a tiger like in the wild. Sure, yeah. And this is kind of what that was. They got to see the tiger in the zoo, and so that's all great. But they just they're feeding him like you know some cuts of meat that are out of a out of the freezer yeah. to watch the tiger actually go hunt the meat and catch and. and Slay the prey. Yeah. Yes, like that was a little more entertaining, and they really loved it. I mean, like, just talking to you, know, seeing Cody Simon there this morning, and his legs is back at it in the weight room today. Let's go! Like his voice somehow. I mean, it didn't get. He doesn't have. It doesn't get any. It didn't get any better over the bow. I'm like, yeah. you're not yelling at all this week. Why is it not getting any better? Because it's just scarred vocal cords. But they loved seeing that interacting, like telling stories from back when we were in school and the stuff that happened. And it's just such a foreign concept to them because, frankly, it was almost 20 years ago. And so, like, these stories from 20 years past, like, that just kind of blows their mind of how the world was and what things could happen and maybe stay more under wraps than they would now. Huh. I wonder what that could be. Did was he leave? Was he leading some workouts for him? Like how those guys? I think those guys did a couple workouts they, in. I think Schleich's, I saw him up in the gym yeah. a couple times. A couple okay. of guys. These guys are dedicated. They're yeah. getting after. They got well, and they came back to do some mat drills or something on Friday, didn't they? So, yes. so it's like go right back. Yeah, into I mean, it. yeah, mm-hmm. they were right back into it. So you had to legs are still wobbling from being <laughs> yeah. on the boat. Yeah. Oh yeah, you still have that little I deal. I am a little bit still. Only oh, yeah. in, the sh- in the shower, it just feels like you're going still. Yeah. <laughs> I worked out on the boat for the first time in 12 years it, on the treadmill. It was interesting. Go. It could be interesting. Be- oh, when you're running, you yeah. hit the waves. Like- when you're on vacation, Nicole. Come I on. know. I just felt like I really need to get in. But it is it running on that treadmill with the boat moving. Oh, yeah. I was like. you to be an athlete. I'm just going to hold on oh. to the treadmill because I might go flying off of it. Because <laughs> it would just, you know, like it's different. You're trying to go straight. It's just strange. It's a strange feeling. But What did you take away from uh Ryan Day's appearance this year. I know last year you were really impressed. And heard He's such a great, his kids are on the boat too. And he always has his son. He, the last two years has asked his son, RJ, um, to get up and thank everybody for being there and to work on his public speaking. And you know, that melts, melts my heart. Yeah. You know how much I love that. Oh, his he, girls were awesome running oh, around. Yeah. They are just such an incredible family. And he, he was just as passionate about the cause, about the athletes being there, that, you know, the current. Um, it, we love him being a part of it. 
Did he eat some wing sauce or what? Um, uh, he did eat some wings. Okay, right. He did eat some wings, and Coach Tressel was there too. Oh, I'll tell you, and he funny definitely story about Tress. We're doing the wing eating contest, and you might have been on the mic. Somebody's asking about which who likes this, who likes that, and Tress is standing over on the railing yes. by himself. He was. He has his little was, box in his hands. And it's like, who likes boneless wings? Tress <laughs> just throws his arm. <laughs> it's just like. He's just trying to be a part of the oh, game, yeah. you know. Okay. He's like, some he's of the stand there by himself. He's, he's got those things. He's like his rooster's yeah. polo shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah, precious. It was hilarious. We had some of the great questions the world wanted to know. You know, boneless versus bone in, mm-hmm. uh, drums versus Flabber, floppers. Yeah. Like those are big, like delineating points. That's how you can separate yeah. you society. Judge people a little bit on their answers. Oh yeah, it's, it's strange. More You're than like, a oh, bit. I would have found you to like flappers over drums. I'm confused. You oh. know. Mm. That's right. how you looked at me when I said I like Taylor Swift. You know what? I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I mm. think about it all the time. They didn't have these on they here. They did not have the these. mini corn dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh. For those of you that had wood allergies and you can't get a large corn dog on a stick, you can get the mini corn dogs because they're delicious and they're fantastic. The and they've got side. the mustard That's dipping sauce, which is fantastic. And those will be $3 all day long on Tuesday. An appetizer Thursday. At Roosters. Also known as Appetizer Thursday. What else is going on at Roosters, Nicole? Um, gosh, guys. It's do just get, like Do people come Sunday. here for the March Madness? Oh, that's getting Absolutely. Ready. So that's coming up. We yep. have that. Um, and then we start the 92.3 WCUL World Tour again um, on March mornings. 8th at Hilliard. Okay. So that'll be up. from 5 a.m. until 10 a.m. Right. at Hilliard Roosters. Right. So it's exciting. Stay but, tuned for that. Yeah. We'll talk about it again next week. When we yes. preview spring ball yes. next Monday, so get ready for So that. exciting. I can't believe it's already here. I, I can't wait. With the weather outside, it's spring. Let's go it's play spring. some football. Spring is here, and Nicole's going to go leave and get about the rest of her day. We're going to bring Burr in and talk a little bit more about Still got Ohio work State. to catch up from being she's, all she's behind a week. That's so why this, note, yeah. this notebook is already full. It's, she skipped a Thursday already. That's what it says <laughs> over here. It's it's Monday, Nicole. A lot of you can get to that. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in here at, Horseshoe, at the Horseshoe Lounge in Roosters. And it's a fun casual play. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foosters Foundation. Welcome back in to the live show. Berm is here. Hey, Berm. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Let's be clear. No one deserves anything, okay? I didn't deserve a vacation, but I I took one. We thought you did. Everyone earns vacation time, Berm. Now, earning it is different than deserving it. Well, you had done the work. I had earned it. To earned it, which means that you deserve to take it. But here's the bigger question. Deserve it ain't got nothing to do with it. Was the inspiration Doc Holliday or the Pringles man? Oh, golly. For the mustache. Um, I think it's just comedy. I don't think it's inspired by anything. Yeah, I don't think it was inspired. It was just kind of, uh, I was going to grow the beard. I decided not to, and I trimmed the beard, and I said, I'm going to leave the mustache there. Do you own a monocle? I don't even know what that is. It's Mr. Peanut. Oh, no, I do not own one of those. I think you should start wearing one attached to a pocket well, watch. I got to get it a little further out and curl. Have you ever thought about getting mustache grease? Like, No, I have wax. Okay, they're wax. Beard yeah. oil. I have oil, wax, and a little comb that I can comb it with. Isn't that like it's one of those mind tricks that 
like the Planters Man and the Pringles Man don't actually wear a monocle. I mean, one of them. It's like the no, Bar- it's like it was the, the, peanut. the Peanut Head. Mr. Like, peanut, Mr. Mr. Peanut, Mr. Peanut wears a monocle. Yeah, I think that's one of the tricks of the mind that it's, everyone remembers Mandela it incorrectly. Effect. Is Man, this yeah. like the... Um, I think it's a Mandela effect. Next week, I'm going to find me one. Well, it's I'm like the Publishers on. Clearinghouse and... And the check and yeah. Berenstein and Berenstain Bears. Is it Baron? It's Berenstein Bears. No, it's Berenstain Bears. But it's E-I-N, I thought. No, no, that's what you think it is, but that's the Mandela effect. That's I was always correct. under the person... Uh, me the, too. And when somebody... They were part of the tribe. And when somebody showed me... A picture of a cover. I is said, "Is that not true?" The Bernstein Bernstein Bears. I thought they're I was. Out. They're stains, yep. not steens. Stains on society because they've been forcing us all to lie to ourselves forever. Oh, we should talk about football. <laughs> is, I, I inadvertently like steered us right into Jay Z's conspiracy corner. versus Seth McLaughlin. Hey, I got. I Wait, asked him that one. I it's Seth McLaughlin. Tyrod versus Tyrod. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, I've never talked to him. Um, <laughs> Seth McLaughlin is one of those more. Ryan versus is it Ryan? Rain, Brian, Rain. Brian, um, Berm, you want to talk about football? I just and think I, we should, I, and I think <laughs> and I was, I agreed, and then I, then I did something yeah. that got us. I alone, track. yeah, that was on me. Yeah. Um, let's think about this. We left. Was it Tuesday of last week? We got to hear from James Laurinaitis yep. and Matt mm-hmm. Guerrero, and the only thing that Bill Berm and myself could really think about after hearing those two position coaches specifically talk was. Who's going to coach Sonny Styles? Um, I would venture a guess that I think with Caleb Downs coming here, that frees them up to maybe explore Sonny a linebacker. I mean, I, I don't know if anything's permanent or factually that that's going to right. 100% occur, but I think that gives you the flexibility to explore those options during spring. Because if you're not going to explore mm-hmm. it during spring, you never will. Now, granted, they threw steel over there. <laughs> And I don't think that really wasn't fair to him because we're like, hey, he's not playing very well. I'm like, yeah, you know what? He came up like a week into training camp, hadn't played linebacker since high school. So now, you can imagine. Time. Here's the point to that, Bob. All of us said that was potentially in the works for Steele, and they didn't do it as early. Like They didn't give him the opportunity. Well, I think there was some resistance from Steele. Maybe Steel that. resistance. Steel resistance. Yeah, and I think you know, I, I joke with him now about that because I was like, hey, dude, do you want to be like an average running back or a good linebacker? What are your thoughts? Or better than good. I mean, that's I mean, the guy had an interception against Georgia in the college football semifinal. Yeah. I was like, do you want to get 10 carries a game or do you want to play or zero? Yeah. He was probably or, never going to well, get that. Or do you yeah. want to play every snap on the defensive side? And that's or, where know? it is. Like, get yeah. invited to the combine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you, wanna, do you like, want to keep fumbling or do you want to pause? Easy, easy. I'm just saying. That took a turn. I mean, that he. I only said it because Steele himself said, I was a running back who fumbled a lot. He knows why they, he wasn't going to stay there. Yeah, fair. I didn't. Come up self aware. I, like, I was like, think how good you would have been if you would have made this move. Like, you could have played it for a Berm year. Said it in high school and got yelled at. I got blocked. <laughs> you got blocked <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, really. Nice. Gosh, by Steele. Yeah, man. God, he's such a nice guy, though. I think at that time, did he, he end up kid, unblocking it, you? It was a point. It was a point of sensitivity. That account he eventually deleted entirely. It was a point of sensitivity for sure, and. I think that is the difference, though. With Sonny, it, it doesn't seem to be that he has any pushback against the idea if that's where his body takes him, and we all think that's where his body's going to take him. But how, how, how different does this conversation get when Caleb Downs transfers to Michigan? I didn't Wait, hear that. Is he going to transfer to oh, Michigan yeah, now? Sure. We missed that last week. It was on the Wait, hold on. The boat. So he, in the second window? He's second gonna, window. That's that's <clears> what <throat> the Internet tells us, and I you love can it. only believe everything that the Internet, everything. Everything. Gosh. The internet is true. Huh. 
Yeah, so that's a real loss. Well, uh, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see what happens yeah. before it we sucks. decide where Sunday goes. worked out that way. Where, these internet, are Michigan internet, internet conspiracy. The burn. internet is just absolutely <clears throat> the worst thing that's ever happened to society. It's pretty amazing. You're onto something. And we always want to champion and give Al Gore credit for it. Maybe we should give him the blame. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, if you, you better own it. Yeah, you, you created. You created <laughs> the internet. Private and from the internet spawns social media. <laughs> so you know what? You're responsible for message board, social media, <laughs> the worst part. board wars. Hey, you know what? You can go somewhere and talk to anyone and say anything without consequence. That sounds great. Five years later, this is the worst thing yeah. that's ever happened. Do you think, I mean, one of the things that I, I took away from last week is that there's no real conversation right now about any other safeties, right? Because there's Caleb Downs and there's Lathan Ransom, and now this three-safety defense sort of feels like a two-safety defense again because Jordan Hancock isn't a traditional safety. And he's a- well, because Jordan can kind of do a little of both. Like, he is a safety, like he has the the physical size to be a safety, sure. but he can also have the, he also has the coverage skills to play corner. And I think Malik Hartford, he, you know, he's recovering from you know shoulder, you know, some shoulder stuff. But I think he'll be someone that mm-hmm. will be in the mix, and I think there'll be some packages for him. I mean, do you think that that's a position where the depth like doesn't feel as important as it did a year ago because there are no until somebody gets hurt, until somebody gets hurt, and, then <laughs> it's like, and then it's like, what, what do you do here? Because I don't think that you do yourselves or Sonny Styles any favors if you spend this entire spring. No, if he's not going back. Once he's no, there, you come you can't, down. it's you're not even... weight on, you're going to be training yeah. differently. I mean, it's that's not fair. Ball, that, right? Like, that feels like it would be the natural response. Like, oh, let's just move Sonny back. Oh, that, like that can't Grant happen. did that, didn't he? Didn't the, he well, go Steve from playing DB to Steve linebacker went, to... He went from corner, or hold up, he went from to safety corner. to linebacker to corner, then back to linebacker. Back to linebacker. Yeah, he's like, that. he's like, hey, snip, snap, snip, snap, yeah. snip, snap. Very common path. Oh yeah. The corner, the corner to linebacker is a very smooth transition. When yeah. they're like, hey, we're gonna need you to cover this guy, man to man. That'd be three. wild. Now be two forty. But I mean, if you're gonna tell Sonny he's gonna go play linebacker, it's, I imagine he's gonna put twenty pounds on this summer and yes. beef up a little bit, yeah. and you know, be done. You got Dustin Fox, Chris Gamble, and C Grant. Yeah. Corner. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? But I don't. I don't know that the conversation about three to two is like I don't I don't think it's any different. You know, Tanner McAllister, you wouldn't have watched him be like, well, he can go play any of the safety spots. Like he was he was built to play that nickel position, which Jim Knowles just views as more safety than corner. It helps them they have corner skills. Like Tanner McAllister probably yeah. would have had a much easier time going out and covering somebody down the field, uh, a wide receiver on the perimeter, rather than if he had to go back and you know help against the well, front you know, run primarily or play free safety, strong safety. They've found someone in Jordan Hancock specifically who fits exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, because he has position versatility. Like, he can tackle like a safety. He's he's better in coverage than Tanner McAllister, and he's also bigger than Tanner McAllister. If you can get guys that are both big and fast. I I mean, I think he's also better against the run. Because he's bigger. bigger. Like, yeah. he's a more physical player. Like, I love Tanner McAllister. He was a willing tackler. Absolutely. But Jordan Hancock is taller. He is, like, a broader build. He is a guy that you're like, yeah, he could do a lot of things. Like, he reminds me a lot of Malcolm Jenkins, but just faster. So when you talk about the two or three, I mean, when you have those numbers that you have with the guys there that you can trust and feel good about, you maybe you mix it up and, you know, give some different looks this year. You, you can never have enough. You one on the field, uh, you know, in different situations. You can never have enough defensive backs, especially yeah. guys that have, like, position versatility that can move around. You have been there for a couple of years. You know what's going on. Yeah. And you're you're going to be in the right spots. I think that's why I look at this spring and what they decide to do with Sonny Styles, like, as such an important 
important decision because if they want more positional versatility and flexibility, and that was sort of the way that James talked about it. Yeah. It's like we saw him do that. Well, if he plays in that extra spot in that quote-unquote nickel, is he – this is what James said. Like, is he a safety? Is he an overhang linebacker? Is he a Sam? Like, you don't know. At those reps, though, I think would have to come at the expense of Jordan Hancock, which is the part that I don't really like. Yeah, I, Jordan got a lot of reps, so he's played a lot of the well, position. What, once they got to the middle of the year, well, they did have injuries in November for one. That was part of it when Lathan was injured. But it was like once it got to October, it was like ooh, Jordan Hancock is probably better suited to do this than Sonny. But is yeah. there a fundamental reason Sonny can't play the will? And and then you just have Sonny. There's there no showing. fundamental reason outside outside of it takes time to learn. Right. So I and, mean, if is does that when you look ahead at this defense, there's there's the question mark at linebacker. That's it. So does it make more sense to try to if you're committing to moving Sonny to to linebacker, do you not say you're we got to try you at will because it's you and Cody, and then CJ and Gabe can can be the backups, or you know if CJ is ready to take that step or Gabe's ready to take that step, then fine. But to take Jordan off the field to get Sonny on it seems like, at Austin's point, like a bad decision. When you when you can have them both on the field, yes, I mean two at the same time always better than one individually. Uh, a wise man, you're talking about mac and cheese bites, absolutely. I mean, I'm just going to. You could make yourself a mac and cheese bite sandwich I've with hot sauce as the filling. Oh no, you make a mac and cheese no. bite sandwich with a. With he's, a boneless wing in the middle of that. He's always gone monogamous. Yeah, yeah. I'm, with the mac I'm and big cheese. into mac and cheese bite monogamy. Mm. Uh, flexi- flexibility is the key to air power. That is the Air Force motto. Anthony Schlegel will drop that on me again this weekend. Whenever I forget it, he's there always, to remind you. He's there to remind me. There, there's always someone there to remind me, and that someone is Mr. Anthony Schlegel. So the flexibility of that, yes. Could Sonny play some overhang stuff, kind of like what Cody Simon did when they would play Michigan, but then also rotate through? Yeah, I think you could have a situation like, all right, you know, we work these guys, and ideally you want three guys to play two positions, so you're not asking these guys to just bang all the time. Because you watch Tommy's playing with broken hands and mm-hmm. Steele's banged up. I mean, you're going to need three guys. And so you're hoping that CJ or you know Gabe comes along to be able to play well enough. But I think you – Explore Sunny kind of a, a, a multitude. It's just a different look processing when you're closer to the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and you're tighter in the box. And so that's what he's going to have to get those reps of seeing things happen faster and being able to re- react quicker. I feel like there's scars for Ohio State fans who think about, well, this is great. Baron Browning can play six different positions <laughs> and then never committing fully to one and or Letting him play the um, the amount of snaps that you expect him to to have that impact. It's like the NFL didn't have that problem. Like this is what this guy does, and he's going to do it. What do you What do you do well? Just do a lot of that. Yeah, and I think some of it is with Sonny. They got to kind of figure that out a little Mm. bit because he's never played now. We're three years. We're three years in right now. I mean, I mean, mean, at some point in time, we got to figure this out. It's his third. This will be his third year. So this will be you know. Coming this spring, I guess yeah, he, he's still redshirted. Right? He's still yeah, he, well, he didn't redshirt. I mean, he, didn't redshirt. he skipped a senior. He high school. Skipped a senior oh, that's high right. school. Yes, yeah, that's, okay. yeah. He's not even twenty yet. That's nuts. Like yeah. he's still a young guy, so like he's going to develop and get better. You just have to get him reps at it, and so like figuring it out. Like I think you know that, that I think he will be able to do it. Yeah. He just needs time 
to work when at. He needs to know what he's going to be doing, and he needs you know to, yes. to set a plan up for whatever that looks like. Like you can't be like, oh, we're going to do this for a whole month, and then all of a sudden, right, well, let's keep you in the backfield yeah. for the first two weeks, and then we're going to move no. down. And like, no, we got to we got to do it. get him there, yeah. get him the reps, and even now they're doing some different position drills and stuff because just the footworks, they're mm-hmm. just Everything different things. It, yeah. Yes, so, hey, blockers coming down. Tell the quarterback, hey, you know what? We're eighty-five percent gun, and then all of a sudden, you know what? Actually, we're going to be eighty-five percent under center. Heavy play action. Well, I haven't really worked on any of this footwork. Like it's it's just different footwork. It's different drills. So he's. I think they're starting to integrate some of that and get him the uh, acclimated to that now. And then, so when you see it, things feel a little more natural. And he, last week, Austin and Bill and Doug and myself had a big debate about where Josh Fryer, a massive would, debate, would start spring camp. I don't know how skillful it was. Will it will it be at right tackle or right guard? In your good question, um, I think he would. Maybe be a better guard than tackle. We all said we, no, we, we predict he'll start at right guard. That's what we came around to. But he obviously played the entire season last year at right tackle. So and was like second team something, was, wasn't it? And was voted by I think Big Ten coaches or something second team all Big Ten. But it seems like there's this groundswell of logic to say he doesn't belong there. There's they need a better right tackle. Do you subscribe to that, Bob? As we are now one week away. I think from. if they have a better right tackle, they play him at guard. <laughs> Yes, like that's. Like, you, does spring I don't training, know if you just put him. Do we have a better right tackle? <laughs> well, you can find that out. Yeah, does spring camp just give you the option to to say we're going to see if we have one through these fifteen practices? Oh yeah, because I think you can get him guard reps and then some tackle reps yeah. too. It's not like this. He played it all last year, so he he's knows played what he's a lot. Doing, does yeah, he so if you want to mess does with him? Does he need to even really participate in spring practice? And well, yes. if you're going to play him at guard, you do. I mean, he played guard his first three years of his Ohio I think either career. way, he needs to be in percentage. You want to get – because here's the thing. Or is it just because you want the five offensive yes. line playing together? Bingo. That's, That's it. Because you need those guys yeah, to Yeah, new be, quarterback, you, you, you want him to feel what's it going to be in front of him. Now, yes. if they are going to move him to guard and they think they have a, a good answer at right tackle – then maybe you throw them up here in spring ball and see how that right oh, yeah. how that right tackle does with the new quarterback. You know, just you want that guy to just see what's going to be out there. You don't want to. It's no fun when you're playing quarterback with a mixed match line and nobody knows what they're doing. And you know, it's just it ain't no fun. It ain't the no homies fun. can't have that. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's, it does. But, but if you're not the homie, you're the one that they're having. Um, <laughs> that might be a different piece, a different, story. It's a different conversation. It does feel like Jay Z. Having Will Howard coming in and wanting to install a new offense, teach him a new offense, like Ohio State's Ryan Day and Chip Kelly are going to be teaching something that's a lot different than Kansas State overall. So your Ohio State has made the choice. I don't know. They said they're going to have a Wildcat package. Well, I don't nah. well they how definitely will because they want to run this cat. But. How many times do you think Will Howard has been told you're not in Kansas anymore in, in the six weeks that he's been on campus with the Buckeyes? Oh, I don't know. If, I'm thinking about to be Zero. Mick or Schlegs. I don't know. And I bet he's heard it. Those guys, Mick and Schlegs are cornballs, yeah. so they would <laughs> they would throw that out well, here. Well, I think zero teammates have used oh, yeah. the line from a movie that came out 90 years ago. <laughs> the 90? I think it came out like 1930, didn't it? That, that's a good question. It was definitely. We're talking about... The Wizard of Oz, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> See, checking it. Even Jay Z is very And He's got the mustache of the Let's wizard. <laughs> the mustache had a wizard? Or the wizard had yeah, a mustache? Yeah, the mustache had <laughs> a wizard on it. Which came first? I watched <laughs> the chicken or the Uncle egg? Fester cartoon last oh, night, and I feel like I'm just going to let it grow and just kind of oh, take geez. over. Is should. there any other position that you're looking at heading into next week that there's any even remote concern 
that they don't have it figured out heading into spring. Well, concern versus intrigue, the wide receiver position is going to be interesting to see how they parcel those reps out and how that evolves during camp. Because if uh, Well, NECA doesn't Jay, need any, and that helps. <clears throat> that does, and he's good to go. Uh, Colonel Tate, how he develops, like does, how much does Brandon Ennis get in there? Mm-hmm. If J.J. Smith is as good as everybody says, I he mean, well, I, okay, Berm. Done. Absolute, I, absolute is Berm. You don't even have to watch him. He could sit hey, out spring. I've watched him doesn't move. need any spring. Okay. He doesn't need spring Here's practice. the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen him move. He is a good athlete. I've watched this film. Looks great. So he's, does Torrance Gibson. He, yeah, there's going to be some great defensive backs that will be going against him here who have played really good receivers in college football. Most notably, the guy that will probably be the first non-quarterback <laughs> off the board. So I think that they're I'm not, not going suge- to be... Like, I'm not suggesting he doesn't need to practice. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how much... Like, I didn't say that. How do you figure out how to deploy these just where we took, What does yeah. that look like? Is Moore in the slot this year? What is Brandon Ennis's role then? Colonel Tate looks has looked, looked really good last year. Does he take that step? Like, do you see him mm-hmm. start to separate himself with Marv being gone? What does Jaden Ballard do? Like, yeah. you know, how does Kojo Antwi and Keon Gray's factor into yeah. this? Like, there are questions. <clears throat> uh, but with Brandon and Carnell, like, you're just – this isn't install time, right? I mean, you're just going out there to see – What is for Jeremiah? Because oh, yeah, he's right. never run anything, so everything's going to be installed to him. 100%. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he can be really good, but – does he pick I know up the that playbook? We, Does he know I, where he's yeah. supposed to be? Does he know how to read that coverage to turn his route into this or that based off what it is? Very few all high that school. Stuff that goes into it. I don't know. I mean, I haven't played high school wide receiver in a number have, of years. They have video. They have screens on the sidelines in high school. I know. Now. Believe it's my insane. dad, they have I mean, the whole deal. But it's like, I, I don't know how, like, the complexity of the coverage yeah. and how many route conversions you're doing. Say, Jeremiah, you're a lot better than everybody else. Just yeah. go. And, like, okay, well. You can be. Brian Hartline does not, he doesn't get down with that. If you can't no, be fair a complete enough. receiver, then that's why Jaden that, Ballard. They didn't say to Jaden, just go run yeah, deep. Yeah. Like you can't get on the. And field that's side. my point. Like there's certain you, you have to be where you're supposed to be, or yeah. you screw up the whole picture. And so I'm not saying that he can't do it. I'm saying he's probably never had to do it. So there is going to be a curve mm-hmm. to see how fast he picks that up. But at my point, he's going to. He's so he is so gifted and so talented. He's going to get every opportunity to prove that he. He's going to get. I, a know, I feel like we've been hearing that a lot in the last few years with these young receivers coming in. And it seems to like it normally in. pans out. Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, it it it's not a situation. Yeah, where I mean, there's Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, fair enough. Ahead I guess. of them, I mean, Emeka Bukas, they're not going to participate. They're going to have to play this year. much in the spring, and then you have yeah. no one else that's got enough reps to to warrant. You know, this guy's for sure ahead of yeah. you. Darnell Tate will be, but everyone else is pretty much on yeah. the same foot. I, I do think team. that's why there's a, maybe more intrigue for this spring at wide receiver than there has been in a while. Because we're going to actually get to see who, who's going to be the <laughs> there's guy. Three, there's two spots really up for grabs. Like, you think Tate has one of them, but... You would think so. I mean, you have no idea. And then, how do they work in, you know, I think as Ennis has right, looked Brandon really good. Because Brandon and Emeka are somewhat similar. Yeah. And so, it, it does, you know, if you don't know where Emeka's lining up most of the year, then it, it does change who the third guy is. And the thing is, it's nice with Emeka, is he's can't do both. intelligent enough that you can slide him to all three spots, mm-hmm. and so you can spell some of those guys, and he can be the one that's moving around. And so he gives you that flexibility, because flexibility is the key to air power. There Just, it is. You haven't been on this show since we did the the Buck Nine with Emeka. What is Buck Nine? I saw I saw that. Did you but see the was not invited to, or... Did you see the ball speed? I don't remember the ball speed. 180 miles an hour. <laughs> what is He's young. He's he young has kids. tour pro ball speed with his driver, over 180 miles an hour. 
Wait, was he? He. It was looked like not a bad. He was the baseball player in high school, right? He played baseball. Yeah, he did play. Bro, watching him at the at the Cardinal oh, softball yeah, game, softball game, just because he's not an overly large dude, no, break it. I was like, holy out. smokes! Like, he's an athlete. The, my uh, goodness, 180. That's that's impressive. He's what were they flying? Like 340 off his, off someone's face? It was like carrying like 285, 290. Yeah, they were honestly really. Yeah. They were terrifying. Yeah, take uh, one in the chest. I fortunately did not. I mean, there have been fans out 364 there. 364 days till next year's hockey trials. <laughs> That would probably explode my body if that happened. But Such that was a skinny fun. guy now. I mean, yeah. oh, thank you, Bob. Um, we're going to have a lot more of those questions and previews next Monday when we get back in to the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. It'll be Spring Ball Eve, Love so it. we're going to get fully oh back into it. Excited to get some coverage rolling for that in March and April. It'll also be uh, one day before Appetizer Three's Day. This week's mm, mini corn dogs, they're so mm, delicious, they're so yummy. And you can oh. get your mustard dipping sauce, as <coughs> Bob calls it. That's different than mustard that goes on a sandwich, I guess. Yep. It's a little thicker. Okay. <laughs> they do something. The viscosity here. to it allows it to kind of hold together a little more, I think. Mm. It looks yeah. just like yellow mustard. Uh, I don't know about that. We'll have to see. I, uh, I'm not a mustard <laughs> aficionado. You won't dip My it. dad loves yellow mustard. Does he? Uh, my dad probably does, too. Not just yellow mustard. Oh. I think the consistency is different. Evaluate the look at, that. look at the viscosity of that. The, no, the I don't know what you think mustard like. normally is less viscous is because you're in a in a squeezing squeezing bottle. I don't. And so you're getting the propulsion. I don't like where we're going when the that on viscous the gets thrown around. So we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks to Nicole Cox and Roosters for having us in here on a glorious Monday. Thanks to Jay Z, Bob, and Berm. I'm Austin. Next week is spring. Practice day number one in uh, eight days. I'll figure out the math. We'll be back in here next week. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you later.